Welcome to the We Invested Podcast, where we teach you how to save and make more cash. I'm your host, Wesley Earp, and this is Season 3, Episode 11. And on this episode, we sit down with Veronica Parks, wellness and soul healing coach, to learn more about self-care. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's do it. Okay, so today on the We Invested Podcast, I have here with me Veronica Parks, and she is the founder of VP Exclusive, and she is a wellness and soul healing coach. Veronica, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me in your podcast. It's such an honor and a pleasure. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really excited about this episode, so I'll just jump right into it if you don't mind. Oh, go for it. Yes, ma'am. So this is a question that I don't normally ask, but as we were talking about before we started recording, um, I saw that you recently uploaded a video to YouTube, just kind of giving some background about where you're from and what your upbringing was like. So if you wouldn't mind going into a little bit more detail about um, you know, where you're from and letting us know what that was like. So I grew up on a small farm in the village in the country called Moldova. And at that time was under communist time. And most people don't know Moldova, it used to be a part of Romania. So it's in Eastern Europe, a tiny, tiny little country, the size of Maryland state. So growing up in that environment, not only was it a lot of control and suppression, but I also grew up in poverty. It was a third world country and it still is to this day. So growing in that, um, poverty, even though my parents were professors, as a kid, all I remember doing is working because we'd be in school until one or two o'clock and then come home and we'd work on the land where we'd raise the animals around the house. We had chickens and ducks and pigs and cow, you name it. <laughs> so on the nutrition side, it was really amazing because every meal that I had was made from scratch. I learned how to cook wow. when I was 10. <laughs> and but the poverty side was really hard because working all the time it really gave me a picture of a difficult life and I was a huge dreamer since I was a little kid um, my mom said that I was like three years old and I was telling them that I'm gonna find an international man and <laughs> leave the country <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. I guess that was my dream since I was a little kid. <laughs> she told me later on. Um, the long story short, just growing up in that, not only a third world country, but the amount of corruption, it's really, really high to even to have any sort of decent job, you almost have to buy it or you have to be born into it. So as a kid, I wanted to be a fashion designer. I wanted to be on TV and you know, like every kid, like you have all these dreams and pursuing that kind of career, it made no sense. So instead I went to business school, I went to learn about money and marketing and, and so forth. So I knew that the only way to get out of that poverty and build a beautiful life for myself was to focus on studying day, night, any chance I had between work, I was studying. And I got straight A's, I got scholarship to college. Everything I did was focused on studying so I can run away <laughs> and build a beautiful life. But now I'm in America, go figure. <laughs> yes, ma'am, that's awesome. So, so would you say that like your childhood and your upbringing 
um, really helped contribute towards your work ethic that you have today and that you, um, you know, that you show even in the past while going to school and making straight A's and studying? Do you think your childhood has a lot to do with that? Oh, absolutely. The amount of discipline that I got as a kid and my work ethic, it's uncomparable because when I came here, whatever job I had, my goal is to work fast, get it done, so then I can buy myself free time to do something else. And I was always ahead of everybody else. And people would tell me to slow down because a lot of jobs in the U.S. are paid by the hour. So you've got to take your sweet time. <laughs> and actually, the first job that I had was a Hilder Moving and Storage. We're supposed to unpack boxes. And wow. we had this huge trailer. It was me and another girl. And we had to take the boxes and take the paper out and, and squish it and whatnot. So we finished that trailer in one day. I was so proud of ourselves. I'm like, okay, we're done. The manager's like, you don't understand. This was supposed to be your, your work for two weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? What do you mean? I get paid to do nothing? <laughs> so, um, yeah, my work ethic, I had to slow down. But it served me very well because anything I put my mind to it, I either do it 150% or I don't bother. And I think that goes with everything in life. When you apply yourself, if you apply yourself at least 10% more than what you think, than what you're asked for, you'll always succeed. People will notice opportunities will come your way. So yeah, definitely my childhood shaped me into having a great work ethic and being on time. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how did you end up in LA exactly? At that time, so first I moved to Richmond, Virginia. I was there for three years, okay. and I thought that my dream was acting, to be an actress. So I moved to Los Angeles to pursue acting, and did that for a while. I, I had done a few projects, I started producing stuff, and then eventually I realized that it was, for me, it was always to share that message. So even being in movies or TV shows, what attracted me is sharing a story because how many times you're going through life and you're having some hard time, you watch a movie and it's, you're getting the answer where you're like, you relate to it. You're like, Oh my God, I'm going through the same thing. So that's what attracted um, me to acting. But then I realized the movie industry is very different than what I thought it was. And um, that turned eventually into coaching. So now I get to share my message through videos and through different contents with my clients. So I use those skills, but um, yeah, that's the reason I came to LA. That's awesome. So um, how did you kind of get into coaching? Were you always kind of into fitness? Was this something that you always had a passion for? Coaching, um, it's a natural ability for me. So I was always that person that always tried to help somebody else. <laughs> um, but the soul healing part came from healing myself from the childhood trauma, from the bullying, from the poverty, from the complete suppression. And I also have been sexually abused when I was a kid. And that shaped a big portion of my life. So I was obsessed to find the best tools to heal my own heart and my own wounds. And in that process, I came up with my own proprietary system that now I get to help others. And the beauty of it is 
we do it on a subconscious level. So it doesn't matter what kind of trauma you've been through. You can go on a subconscious level and release the emotion right there on the spot. So one thing led to another and I got to eventually start doing what I was always meant to do, which is help others heal their heart and soul. Because that, that translates awesome. in every area of their lives, including the business, especially business. Yes, ma'am. 1,000%. So um, we definitely want to get into the tools and things that, um, you know, you help people to learn um, a little bit later on into this interview. But before we get into that, can you just talk a little bit more about VP Exclusive and how you got your start here and what exactly you guys do there? So VP Exclusive, I'm the founder of VP Exclusive. It's a coaching company. And the main mission is to help people biohack their body and their mind with using nutrition, using the right tools, using mindset. So how can you use the tools that you already have in your life to become the superhuman that you already are? Wow. Okay. So in a nutshell, that's what we do. And we steer towards a holistic and integrative approach to a healthy life. It's getting away from diets, getting away from, you know, negative psychological effects of giving up things in life. Instead, um, we go through the process of teaching people how to learn to listen to their own body, become their own doctor, how to have powerful tools they can use for a lifetime, not just for 30 days. Wow, that's amazing. And, and it seems like today, um, this is becoming kind of more popularized and more people are, I guess, tuning in to more holistic um, medicine and, and more natural medicines. So um, is there like a, a disease or a disorder or something that you see more often or um, most common or is it kind of just, you just take it as, as things come? I take it as things come. Um, one thing I want anyone who listens to this podcast to understand is that any majority of things that you are dealing with, whether it's body aches or disease or um, some sort of sickness, a lot of it comes from suppressed emotions. So when you don't release the stuff from the past, that eventually shows up in your body as different kind of sickness. So not just, not just anxiety and stress and depression, we're talking about physical stuff. Like if you don't release anger, eventually they can turn into arthritis and so forth. What has been happening in the past because of everything happening in the world in the past six months, unfortunately, a lot of people that I've been getting lately have been dealing with extreme anxiety and depression and some post-traumatic stress because for the first time in a very long time, they got a chance to go within and spend time with themselves, being in the house more, being alone with their own thoughts, probably for the first time. And that's something that we need to honor every day to take a few minutes and, and release those things. We're always busy, like work, 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 and then you come home and there's TV and there's drinking, there's parties. So you're constantly avoiding dealing with what's going on. So like a lot of that stuff has been coming up lately, yes. Yeah, so it's, and, I, and I can like relate to that 100%. Is like we kind of try to keep ourselves distracted from um you know thinking about certain things or dealing with certain pain points or dealing with, with certain emotions so i can definitely relate to that 
And um, I, I kind of, I was, um, you know, scrolling through your Instagram and I saw some interesting videos that you had about sleep deprivation. And um, I just wanted to kind of hear more, more about your thoughts on that. Because as you know, like America is such like a, a, a busy country, you know, it's, everything is go, go, go. And it's always has to be um, get more and do more. So, you know, what are your thoughts on sleep, uh, being sleep deprived? Um, it leads to, it can lead to a lot of um, health issues. And one of the main ones actually being depression and obesity. Um, sleep has been directly correlated to that. There are more than 70 million people just in America dealing with sleep disorders. And some of it starts as, oh, I'm a night owl. I'm just getting more creative at night and so forth. And doing that for a long time, your body stops producing melatonin. The ability to produce melatonin goes down. And now when you're trying to get back into a normal schedule and fall asleep, you can't. And doing that for long periods of time, if you don't get that deep rest between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., which is the deepest rest for our body, then even if you sleep seven or eight hours afterwards, you're still not operating at your fullest potential. So when you do that for a long time, now your productivity goes down, so your business suffers, your finances. Aside from that, your mood gets different, like you start snapping at people, you're more short-fused. On a nutritional side, because you're tired, you're more likely to reach out for those processed foods. You want sugar, you want coffee. That gives you that quick rush of energy, but then you crash afterwards. And doing that, like you don't have even enough energy to go work out. By the end of your day, you're like, I just want a glass of wine and I just want to rest and watch TV. So doing that for a long period of time, you're dealing with extreme masses of obesity. And it's directly correlated to sleep. So sleep wow. is actually very more important than, than a lot of people realize. Yeah, for sure. And, it, and it's like exactly what you said is, is way more important than what we realize or what we even know. And, um, you know, just by staying up late over time and over the years, it really does add up and take a huge toll on our body and our health and um, even our, you know, performance abilities. So, um, you know, I just think it's great that you're bringing an awareness to the importance of sleep and getting your proper eight hours of rest and, uh, you know, just giving yourself time to relax. Um, and another, uh, I guess, cool topic that I thought you hit on was the importance of movement. And I've always heard, or I just, I guess I just recently heard a, a cool quote that said, movement is medicine. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, what's the importance of movement to you or, or you know, to the human body? Movement is very important and it's great to have a combination of resistance, cardio and flexibility. So instead of just picking one, like, oh, I'm just lifting weights, you still need that stretching, the yoga to have that flexibility. You need endurance, you gotta run or maybe dance or do something like that. So as long as you have a combination between three and that doesn't mean that you have to go to the gym for two hours every day, unless you're in that field. Even walking 20 to 30 minutes a day, straight, go outside in the sun, you get your vitamin D, you get fresh air, just that walk, if you do it consistently, that has tremendous impact on your body. And I want you to notice something. People who fidget all the time tend to be the thinner ones. 
<laughs> so the more you can fidget, the better. Like constantly look for excuses to move. Because sitting down is one of the worst positions for our body. Our psoas muscles are contracted. And that's how you get your back problems and neck and, and all that stuff. So always, always move any chance. Go to the bathroom every 15 minutes if that's the case, if you're in the office. <laughs> for, for sure. And I'm definitely in the a, in a office setting pretty much for eight or nine hours out the day. And I definitely feel the effects of it from like lower back pain to neck pain to even like small tension headaches that I get sometimes at the end of the day. So uh, movement and even using the stand-up desk is like extremely important for me and for my health, you know, I just feel better when I get the chance to move around and, and get active. And you know, the, the, the beauty, one of the beauties of working out is that you get to release a lot of that stress. So oftentimes, like when you go and you have that hard workout, like a, like a HIIT training where you lift some weights, you release a lot of that anger, a lot of the anxiety, a lot of like, and, and you feel really great afterwards. Right. So it's, that's why, like, that's another side of it that is very important to have it every day, not to lose weight or necessarily get in shape, but just to release those emotions. So then you can become even a lighter and better person. Yes, ma'am. I totally agree. I totally agree. But now just kind of switching gears. When we first, I guess when I first reached out to you to try to get you on the show, you were in the process of doing a 21 day fast. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, and I know I've fasted, I've fasted before. Um, I try to fast quite often actually, but it's only been like two or three day fast, 36 hour fast, something short. Yeah. Um, so can you tell me like the goal and the purpose behind your 21 day fast and exactly what it was for? For me, it was more of, um, spiritual awakening and to strip myself off the ego that small part that we give in every time we allow somebody to upset us or piss us off or make us feel anything, that's us fitting into the ego. So just being able to separate myself from that and realize that no matter what happens around, I have the peace and love from within that nobody can disturb that. So that was my goal behind it. We did it as a group. Um, it was led by David Avocado Wolf. So there are over a thousand people from all around the world doing it. <laughs> it wasn't just me. Wow. So we did the first week, it was only one meal per day and it was vegan, no protein whatsoever, just raw veggies. The second week was only liquids, which was easy because I had my green smoothie. I'll actually share with the audience the, my award-winning recipes that I give my clients on. And then the third week was only water. That was the tough part. Wow. Because by the week, like the amount of calories in my body were like completely non-existent. You already like your body starts using its own fat. And I wasn't able to do much. I had to force myself to go for a 20 minute walk and I was very dizzy. Um, and for the past four days, I completely turned off the social media computer and I decided to go silent and I didn't speak to a single person because that's when the true work begins when you're left alone with your thoughts without any interaction with anybody around that's when a lot of things come to the surface then now you get a chance to release 
So even though I've done so much work on myself, even I found certain things that I'm like, wow, I had no idea that that impacted me. They were very small things, but all of those are stopping us from being the superhumans that we can be right now. Because there's no reason in the world why we shouldn't be successful, why we shouldn't have a loving relationship, why we shouldn't have the basic beautiful needs as a human being. There's no reason why we shouldn't wake up in the morning with a big smile on our face. And if that's not natural, then there's something from the past that we're carrying and it's time to let it go. Wow. So, I mean, how, how difficult was that to go four days with no talking? Like, that seems almost impossible. Um, it, was, it was easier for me, actually, because I've already got so used to spending time with myself. I have a blast when I'm by myself. I have a blast when I'm with people and the social butterflies, and I have an amazing time by myself. But it took years of work or falling in love with who I am as a person, accepting the dark and the light, the good and the bad. So when you truly get to know who you are and accept that, then it's an amazing time. It's when you're afraid of what's in your head, when you don't accept certain things that you've done, guilt, shame, those are the worst type of feelings they're destructive for your body on top of that you know anger and sadness and whatnot when you carry all those stuff it's scary to spend time by yourself when you release it it's quite a joy so i had a good time in that uh department i was just a little dizzy and i was hoping to do more productive work and i I couldn't because i had no no energy whatsoever and i guess that kind of leads to my next question is um like what physical or mental um changes did you experience? I realized actually my, I, how do I say this? When you fast, and I'm going to be frank with you, your tolerance for BS goes to zero. You truly understand what your value is. And what happened for me is I looked back on certain relationships in my life and I realized how much I put up with and making excuses for the other people's behavior. Even though I completely understand when somebody is behaving a certain way, it's never about you. It's always about what that person is dealing with. So understanding that I always made excuses for the other people, but that doesn't mean that I need to allow that in my life. So the awareness of who you truly are what kind of people you want to surround yourself with? What kind of weight do you allow somebody to pour on your shoulders just because? So I'm really good at steering away from people that start gossiping or speaking negative or blaming everything and everyone for things because I love and I respect and I surround myself with people who realize that they're the cause, that everything that we have in our life is a result of a choice we made at some point. When you realize that you're responsible for everything in your life, that's when the true growth begins. And I realized that I still had some people in my life that weren't living up to those values and I had to love them from a distance. 
So that was a huge realization for me that I still had some of that in my life. So when you, I guess when these, um, and everybody experiences this, but like when these thoughts of like guilt, shame, regret, disappointment, um, when they come to you, like how exactly do you deal with it? You know what I'm saying? Because the easiest thing to do would just be to put it out of your mind, get on social media, call a friend, just do anything but think about it. So like, how do you personally like deal with these thoughts when they, mm-hmm. when they come up? I'm glad you asked that question. So even when you speak to a friend and you share it on social media and you share it with anybody, you do it on a conscious level. And the conscious level, it's only five or 10% of our mind. So even doing that, it might make you feel good for a second, but that pain is still there. So the way I work with clients, I take them on a subconscious level to the very time that that first first incident happened. So let's say you're dealing with massive anxiety and you think your anxiety comes from an incident that happened two months ago. We go on a subconscious level and I take you back to the very, very, very first time that you had anxiety. It could have been when you were three months old. It could have been when in a different lifetime. Your subconscious mind takes you there. So then we get to release that emotion on the spot and that creates a domino effect. Because anytime you have something traumatic in your childhood or in the womb or past lifetimes, then you just attract more experience in, the, in your life that are similar to that. And as you look back, like even relationships, like you notice certain patterns happening over and over and over again. And you think you dealt with it and get to the next relationship and you're doing the same thing again. So you, can't, you, you attract people in your life, they're giving you the same dose of medicine so you can release it, but you can't do that with the same mind that created. You have to get it done on a subconscious level. So the way I call it, it's like an emotional surgery. I guide my clients to healing, to releasing that emotion because people are perfect the way they are. The moment those barriers, those emotions get released, then those walls around their heart goes down. And now they don't have to protect themselves from people around, from relationships, from business partners. They instinctively feel if that's a good decision or not. But when you're protected all the time because you're afraid somebody's gonna <laughs> you know, take advantage of you or break your heart, you're not truly showing up 100% in that relationship. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am, 1,000%. And it's like, I, I guess I can kind of relate it to like putting up walls or like mm-hmm. kind of guarding yourself when you're dealing with people or, you know what I'm saying? And, and that can lead to having like trust issues or, you know, all kind of things. Jealousy, yeah. anger, sadness, yeah. the whole bouquet. <laughs> I mean, exactly. we're, we're human, exactly. so it's okay to feel all of that. It's like guilt and, and shame that's something we should never carry. You know, what's done, it's done, accept it, forgive it, let it go. And the true work actually starts when you learn to forgive when you're ready to forgive. And often people think like, oh, how can I forgive that person? They wronged me so well. You're not forgiving that person, you're only hurting yourself because you were the one licking that energy when you could use it in your business, when you could use it to love your kids more. 
when you use it to love your partner more, now the energy is leaking towards somebody you hate. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. And so does keeping this negative energy in, do you believe that kind of hinders you from fully loving yourself? Yeah, that's true love comes from within. And you can never love somebody else unless you truly love yourself. And that's a very tough subject because you're rarely going to hear somebody raising their hand and say, no, I don't love myself. But when you go deeper and you ask, okay, let's look at your relationships. You're in this destructive relationship where that person is treating you this way. If you truly loved yourself, would you allow anybody to treat you that way? Would you allow anybody to talk to you that way? Would you allow yourself to have that type of job, stressful job or this stressful life? So true love for yourself, it comes from that acceptance of good and bad, dark and, and light, all of it. Forgiving yourself is the hardest thing. I agree. I agree. So would you mind kind of just explain it to me um, more about your 30 days of love challenge and exactly you know, what that, what that was. So I did a 30 days of love and healing on my Instagram, which is Parks Veronica. And it, the idea came to me in a meditation. I've never done a challenge and it just came to me. I'm like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And the goal behind it is that every day I was sharing a very good practical tool that any person can use to heal their hearts and you know, ultimately have more light and more happiness and joy in their lives. So if you take, if you go to my Instagram and you take every one of those steps and you do it every single day, in 30 days, I promise you'll be happier than you've been in a long time just applying those tools. Wow, that's awesome. And so I, I heard you say the idea came to you through um, a form of meditation. And before we got on or before we started recording, um, I was telling you that I just really learned about different breathing techniques mm. and um, different forms of meditation, I guess. So how has meditation benefited you? I, I would say it changed my life because when you meditate and I want people to understand that there's no such thing as wrong or right way of meditating. You can be washing dishes, and if you're fully focused on washing dishes, you immerse in that experience, that's a form of meditation. When you're running and you get into the flow state, that's a form of meditation. When you play basketball and you're like, you lose track of time, you're so into it, your body goes in every direction, that's a form of meditation. It doesn't necessarily have to be sitting down in a Buddha stand and, and, and hoping you're not gonna have any thoughts. But any chance you get to unplug from busyness, from phone, from computer, and just have that silent time go within, it relaxes you, it balances your energy, it keeps you centered. So now no matter what the workday throws at you or life throws at you, you're able to solve those problems with such ease and grace because now you're centered. But when you're stressed, everything goes wrong. 
<laughs> if you ever experience you go in traffic somebody cuts you off you get all pissed off and then you get to work and somebody spills the coffee on you and then and it's like one thing leads to another and another and another you're like what is going on take a deep breath in center yourself close your eyes and just breathe the best healing tools are free it's water air and nature you don't need a lot of money to be happy and healthy, but learning to take that breath, that mindful breath, like you say you're at work, right? Eight hours, you know, five minutes out of the hour, can you stand up and walk around? Can you take a few deep breaths all the way into your belly and have that feeling, that Buddha belly and exhale and just notice your breath. Can you yawn a few times? Yawning, it's amazing relaxing tool. People think, oh, you're yawning, that means you're tired. Yawning is extremely healthy. If you can yawn every 15 minutes, you'll be relaxed for the whole day. I kid you not, try it. <laughs> wow. So, wow, yeah. That's awesome. And this is like information that I've never heard before. So it's like, this is blowing my mind. So I hope, I hope some of the listeners are getting the same value from this conversation as I am. Yeah, and I, and I share some of the breathing exercises and I will be sharing more meditations on my youtube channel and i'll i'll share with okay. you the link uh, in the next few months i'll post a lot of that because i noticed that a lot of people are dealing with anxiety stress anger and that's not a way to live our lives our life's supposed to be joyful and loving and appreciating each other and we're when we are imbalanced when we're dealing with all kinds of emotions we can't really show up or be lovable to other people around and and energy is infectious. So let's keep our vibration high. Let's keep ourselves happy. And therefore, every person around will be a little bit lighter and happier. It starts with you. It starts with me and you. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So can you, can you like just let me know what a, what a day looks like um, for you? Like what's your daily routine or morning routine or what's just the average day for you? Morning routine, I would say, is the most important one because that's the first hour of the day sets the temperature of the whole day. And whatever time schedule you have, you wake up at least one hour earlier to give that hour to yourself. Self-love and self-care is number one priority. So just to share my morning routine, I wake up before I open up my eyes I try to go through the dream, remember what I just dreamed of, because oftentimes I get certain indications, solutions to something I was thinking about. I get a lot of messages in my dream. Once I'm done with that, I have a journal set right next to my bed. It's like halfway sleepy. I pick up the journal and I just start writing anything that comes to my mind. And usually it's a scribble. I write it doesn't have to be ideas. It doesn't have to be just anything that comes to your mind. You write it down and I write three pages and something magical happens because not only are you releasing a lot of stuff that are piled within you, it's like the best self therapy you can ever get. It's free. But on top of that, by the third page, creative ideas are going to come out. Solutions, strategies, steps that you need to take in your business. Once I'm done with that, then I do my self-care routine. 
I always do at least five or 10 minutes of HIIT training. So I either run really fast in place. I have a trampoline. I jump up and down for five minutes just to get the blood flowing. And then I make myself a brain tea because what we put in our body, it, it shows in our happiness, our mood and our productivity level. So when I say brain tea, I use several mushroom powders they're enhancing your brain's ability to learn and stay focused. It activates the genius brain. And when I have the tea, I usually read for, you know, 10, 15 minutes from a book that is inspiring for me. And usually I read like four books at the same time. I'm an avid reader. And when I'm done with all that, then I'll have a few minutes of meditation. So you can fit all these activities in an hour or an hour and a half. But by the time I sit, to my, I sit down at the computer to work, I am so elevated. I am so centered. I'm so happy that I can't wait to start my day. I show up 100%. And I know my whole day is going to be a complete success because of it. Wow. That's a, that sounds like a lot packed into a morning, but um, it does it does sound really peaceful and relaxing, you know, especially compared to my mornings. Most mornings I'm waking up later, later than, than I need to and like turning on music, loud music instantly and trying to rush and get dressed. But I'm definitely going to take, you know, take your take your advice in and, and try Look. to wake up an hour early to give myself that time. If you can take any advice, the best advice I can give you for the first hour of the day, don't touch the phone, TV or computer. Do anything but social media, computer, TV. Try that for a week. And then report to me. You're going to be like, wow. Because you're not going to be able, you're not going to need to rush anymore. Like everything's going to completely slow down. When you wake up, so as kids, when you're like from zero to seven years old, you're in that theta state. That's why kids learn really fast because you absorb everything that is around. Now, as, an, as adults, the only time that we're in that theta state that we can truly change who we are is right as we drift to sleep and the few moments when you wake up. That's why it's very important how you spend and what you feed your mind with one hour before you go to sleep and the first hour you wake up. And if you feed your mind with negative news, with social media, with worrying, with emails, imagine how your day is going to be like. But instead, if you do something loving for yourself, maybe for you is not jumping on a trampoline, go for a walk, go botch, you know, punch a kickboxing, <laughs> a punching bag, Find your pillow. Find something that is good for you. Just don't touch that phone. I like that. And I'm going to definitely take that advice and let you know how it goes. But Please. just kind of just kind of hitting on the topic of, of like writing down and, and kind of finding creative solutions to your problems or kind of building your business. Like, how did you know when you had, how did you know that you had the right business idea? Uh, when you were, I guess, coming up with the idea for a VP exclusive? I didn't. It was a long journey. When I first started the company, it was actually meant to be a marketing company. 
um, it was intention to be to have like the best presenters for trade shows. That was my original idea. And then one thing led to another, led to another. So it goes back to the agile marketing, which means if you're trying to have every perfect piece to start that business, it's already too late. Take one piece, just get it going. Because along the way, you will attract the right people, you will attract the right circumstances, and that picture, that perfect business will be created for you. So this whole idea, this whole coaching program, it developed over the years as I developed the coaching program developed. That makes sense? It wasn't like one day I woke up and I'm like, yes, this is what I'm gonna do. It's a journey. It's all a journey. <laughs> for sure. So I heard that you were, or I heard you mention that you were um, kind of doing this fast with, with people all around the world and you know, you, you coach people. So um, like, what's the importance of having a good team and having good people around you? It's very important. Look, at the end of the day, even if we focus on nutrition or fitness, there's nothing that a coach will teach you that you don't already instinctively know. Nutrition is the easiest thing out there. Eat food the, in the most holistic way that it comes from earth. No process, not processed, not packaged, not deep fried. This is it. It's that simple. But yet there's a nutrition coach for every person. So at the end of the day, we having a strong team, having a particular person for different areas of your life is very important because those coaches, they're not there to teach you something. They're there to guide you, to cheer you on, to make sure you show up the best. And having a wellness coach that goes in every area of your life Nutrition is only 10% of it because everything is inter it's interconnected. Your relationships, your finances, your spirituality, your fitness, your health, your emotional life, like everything you, you tackle one side and it creates a snowball effect. So it's very important to have a coach for different areas that you want to work on to cheer you on, to make sure that you show up as a success. If you are a leader, if you have a big mission in this world, don't take forever to try to do everything by yourself. Get the right coach. Get the right mindset coach. Get the right emotional healing or soul healing coach to help you let go of that stuff from the past so you can do what you're meant to do. Because there's nothing standing between you and your success. The only thing standing is your own limiting beliefs and it's time to let go of that. Because I believe that every single person is powerful beyond means. And anything they set their mind to, if they have a passion, they will achieve it sooner or later. Get the right team is very important. Sure. And just to kind of backtrack a little bit when you were talking about nutrition, and avoiding processed and um, you know sugars and and I'm from the south, so everything I ate growing up just about was deep fried. So, <laughs> so I'm like, sorry. what is your <laughs> what what is your diet look like? What is your nutrition like? Like, just I guess kind of a, a peek inside. What is it like? I'm a healthy flexitarian. That's the best way I can explain it. 
I stopped eating meat and dairy a few years ago. That was a personal choice. I'll tell you this. There is no perfect diet. We are by an individual. And that is one thing that I emphasize the most. I just launched the eight-week program. Uh, it's a healthy hacks program that takes you to a whole complete health transformation that will last you for a lifetime. And one of the main things I emphasize is because we're so different. What is good for me might not be good for you. They are general things, like the more holistic the food is, the better it is. But let's say I drink reishi mushrooms. They have phenomenal, phenomenal um, health benefits. It makes me a superhuman, but there's that 1% of people that reishi mushrooms is not going to work for. So in the course, I take you step by step and help you find out exactly what is right for your own body. So you become, I empower people to become their own doctor. If your body hurts in a certain way, instead of popping a pill, hey, what is my body telling me? Any pain that you have in your body, it's a gift because your body is saying, hey, over here, look, <laughs> like, don't give me this. Right. You just ate something and you feel sluggish and you feel moody. Your body is telling you, hey, what you just gave me, this is not food. These are UFOs. Don't give me this anymore. <laughs> right. I call so, it UFOs because okay. when you feel like some of the processed foods and it's all those ingredients you can't pronounce, don't, don't put it in your body. Like treat yourself like for a sure. Ferrari or Lamborghini, whatever that car is for you. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So can you let us know like, what a flexitarian is. I, I heard that term and I saw it on your Instagram. I thought it was a term. So, yeah, can you I let us know actually, what a flexitarian is? I made up the term for people because it's so, it's confusing for people. And they're like, what's your diet? I'm like, I don't have a diet. I listen to my body. Whatever I crave, that's what I eat. They're like, what do you mean? But what do you eat? I'm like, I just eat food. <laughs> and I've been that way my whole life. Like, I don't count calories. I don't think like, oh, I need that much protein and that much like life is already stressful. Food is something that is enjoyable. It's something that you use to celebrate with friends and family. It, I don't want to add more stress to my life with food. So I listen to my body. If the food comes in the most holistic form and it looks good to me, I love it. One tool that I can give to everybody to use is when you have a plate if you can manage to have almost every taste in that plate and almost every color, you did good. You got a hundred points from me. So you have your purple and your red and your yellow and your orange, not just white and brown. <laughs> in <Right>. fact, <laughs> what it, what it, there was a line somewhere that said, the, the whiter the bread, the sooner you're dead. And I'm like, oh my God, there's so much truth in that. Because a lot of the foods that we eat, it's all like, white flour and it's just empty calories that turn into glucose there's the glucose if you're not working out if you're not physically active that turns into fat now your body has to create more fat cells to absorb the fat so this food make you like obese or, or like it, it's a it's a circular thing who do you look up to for inspiration and why Inspiration, um, food-wise, I would say is David Avocado. I love the amount of teaching that he does, and there are very few people out there that I can relate to 100%. What 
what I love about him is that it's kind of the same mindset. Like, let's say you hear a formula like these are the best vitamins that you need for your skin to have a young looking skin forever. So I would write it down. Okay, do you need this and this and this and that? But instead of taking the supplements, which are 90% synthetic fillings that can have a lot of toxins, I'm looking what are the foods that have the highest amount of that substance. So let's say you need vitamin E, you need magnesium, you need something like that. <clears throat> what food can you add to your diet that has the highest amount of that? And then you create your own formula. So whatever you want to achieve in your life, and that's, how you, that's where biohacking is coming from. Whatever your body needs, find the holistic food that has the highest amount. That is your best bet because you will never, ever, ever get something from a supplement that you can get from a holistic food. Your body won't be able to absorb it either. And we live in a society where people eat all kinds of processed foods and then they just take some vitamins and they're like, oh, I got my vitamins. They are supplements. They're meant to supplement the nutrients that you already get from food. <laughs> so I love David Avocado because he teaches a lot of that on how you can approach life in a holistic form, how you can use herbs, how you can use different uh, nature elements to heal your body, how you can create a vortex around your house so you have the high vibration energy and stay centered. Everything affects us. It's all information, not just food. It's pictures that we're seeing. It's the words that we're hearing. Everything is information. And we need to make That's sure awesome. we're around the good information. Yes, ma'am. So as an entrepreneur, how do you define success? How do I define success? When in my personal business, when I can take somebody and guide them and help them completely transform their lives, my day was worth living. That's success for me. And I see the time and time and again, and it brings tears into my eyes because I am so fortunate to be able to do the kind of work that I do. And it doesn't matter what you're dealing with, whether it's stress, anxiety, pain, Whatever it is that you're waking up in the morning and it's heavy on your soul, I got you. We can get you happy. Easy. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's amazing. So how would you like for people to remember you and your company? I want to be remembered as the person that helps you fall in love with who you truly are. Because you are amazing. You matter. And you're a leader in your home, in your community in your country there's nobody in this world that can do what you can do the way you can do it you are unique and i am here to uncover your uniqueness and help you see you the way i see you that's how i want to be remembered man that's awesome veronica parks man thank you so much for taking time out to sit down with us and, and leave us with these positive messages and positive words and positive mindset. But um, at the end of every podcast, I normally ask um, three questions. It's a game, a rapid fire game. So if you would be open to these three 
questions. Um, I'll go ahead and jump into one. What was the, what was the first question? I haven't asked it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but are you willing to play, are you willing to play the game? Sure. Yeah. All right, let's do it then. So question number one, where's your favorite place to travel? Venice. Venice, Italy was my favorite place. It was absolutely magical. I was there for three days. I did not sleep a single hour because I didn't want to miss out. It was, it was phenomenal. It's a magical place. What did place. you like about it? the food the music the love in the air it was so pretty every step you had another bridge everybody was just having time and you like having a fun time when they were in love there was no feeling that somebody had to rush to work or had a to-do list the time was just stopped it was it was beautiful i would go back anytime <laughs> Nice. So question number two, what song explains your life the most? Ooh. I usually said changed me by scorpions because I am constantly evolving student. And I always try to find the next hack, the next healthy hack that I can take myself to a higher level as a human being from inside out. So change okay. would be something that will describe me the best because if there is a new hack, hack out there, I probably know it. <laughs> okay, so change by Scorpions. I've never heard that song before, but I'm gonna have to go oh, check it out. Song. <laughs> okay, and look, it's a wind of change. Wind of change. Wind of change. Scorpions. Yes. Got it. Mm -hmm. Got it. Question number three: What's an amazing thing that you did that no one was around to see? amazing thing that i did oh goodness i don't know if i want to get into that <laughs> at the beginning of the whole pandemic i did a few meditations and i sent a lot of love to bill gates to warm up his heart and i've never shared that with anybody and i was depleted after every meditation but i felt like he truly needed to hopefully find something within to be able to look at life and the world in a different play, way. I can't believe I'm sharing that. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that was, that's really interesting. That, that's, I did not expect that. So now I want to kind of dig deeper into that. Like what, what made you single Bill Gates? Like why specifically Bill Gates? Did you, did you, do you feel a certain way with how he looks at the world now? What, what made you want to send well, his way? Focusing so much on pushing and making a vaccine mandatory when it hasn't been tested, when there are hundreds and hundreds of studies showing how many kids, especially have been completely destroyed by vaccines especially in Africa. So pushing something like that to the world, instead of actually empowering people to eat healthy, hey, go outside and get some vitamin D that is good. Hey, eat healthier food to strengthen your immune system. 
hey, feed your mind with positive stuff so you don't have to worry about it because the moment you're stressed and worried, your immune system goes down. This is when you're actually prone to get sick. So instead of promoting something that is preventive, there's the uplifting that is actually helping us as a nation, pushing vaccines that has more negative side effects that I would care to mention. There's got to be some void within childhood or whatever or bullying. I don't know what it was. So I felt like I had a responsibility to pour love into his heart but I just kept pouring and pouring and pouring. I was depleted. I'm like, I got no more to give. <laughs> Man, that's, that, that was, was that's really, <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I, I've never heard that's, yeah, I think that's dope. Though. I think that's dope. <laughs> and I think that is a, an amazing thing to do to put, to put your time and energy into someone else and hoping that they can positively change. So I, I think that's great. The way yeah, I look at Veronica, things, yeah, the way I look at things is like we all do the best we can with what we have. So anytime somebody behaves a certain way, it's not, it's when somebody's going through something, they're negative, I send them, like I feel empathy for them because I can only imagine what type of life they're living and how much pain they have to be in to act this way. It's a very different way of looking at things. Yeah, it is. But I think hearing this and myself hearing this and other people hearing this, it'll like help them to look at things differently and maybe look at it from um, the other person's point of view and like try to put themselves in their shoes for a minute. So I think you've given, I think you've given some like great advice and I think you dropped a lot of gems on this podcast. So thank you so much for, for stopping by and chatting with us. And would you mind just letting the people know where they can find you on social media or the internet or wherever? Absolutely. Um, most social media, it's Parks Veronica, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And my website is vpexclusive.com. And I'll share the links with you as well. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Veronica. It's been great. Thank you. All right.